On the show, 350 of the bets celebrating the greatest small forward our game's ever seen. Grand larceny, just where will the AFL's biggest game be played this year? And imagine being stranded on 99 goals because of a lockdown. Wait to hear our root of the week. That's all coming up next on the Press Box. Oh yes, back yet again for another edition of the Press Box. We're all here, all ready to go, as per usual. Episode 111. I don't know what that means, but boys, welcome to you. How are we going? Uh, 1-1 David Shepard. Yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> 111. Nice. Hey boys, welcome along. We've got Jace Kemp here as uh, we welcome you back for another week. Dale, mm. welcome back by the way. You weren't Thanks. here last week. Good to see you. I'm good to be here. <laughs> I'm uh, standing upright and breathing, so that's, uh, that's handy. So. You went well last week, so it's good to have you back at least. You yeah. missed Gazy as well, which is a shame. Yeah, no, I was set, it, set it all up for you boys, and uh, you took all my thunder. So, uh, no, 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 it was very good, Gazy, and uh, geez, how good was it? It was sensational. You must have been happy when he said he, he liked you pestering him. It must yeah. Have, it, made, it must have made you get up and about. <laughs> I, did, I did like that bit, and uh, because of that, I haven't called him all week. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said he'd come back any time, which we like that. We like that about Gage. Sure, the tips are on for next season. You've got him locked oh, in. Oh, yes. Penciled in. Locked in. Yep, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's sensational. All right, boys, we're going to get through tonight. Um, Port Adelaide, your boys are uh, storming toward the finals. Could Well, they were top for a moment Dare to dream. over the weekend. Dare to dream, Tuggers. Yeah, well... You guys can. <laughs> I can't. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> he hates Port Adelaide. He's a hater. He's <laughs> down. Just hates them. No, so I just like how you just jump on and jump off. Oh, well, just whenever you're, you're never on. You just huh? you're off always. You're always <laughs> off. But Jace one week goes, oh, no, no, they can't win it. Oh, dare to dream, here we go. Next week, oh, no. No, they should have. I'll tell you what, if they beat the Bulldogs this week, they have to be flag favourites. Oh, I feel they have to be. Just timing it perfectly. Give, um, I'm glad Jack isn't here because he would just be, he'd be Jeez. worse than you. He'd be you, you tenfold. That's right. Um, but this is Dale. This is generally what Dale thinks. But I'm a hater. That's right. <laughs> Genuine hater. There, there's one one main reason I want Port Adelaide to win the flag. Mm. Mm. I just want to see Hutto's reaction. <laughs> that, we have to it. have a... Oh, I, I, it's not because I barrack for them, not because I bleed black, mm. white and teal. I just want to see Jay Hudson's oh, reaction. You know what we need? We when need a camera in all of your lounge rooms, you yes. three ports supporters on grand final day just hopefully, get your reactions hopefully we're there well That's the well dream. well let's talk about that straight off the top Jeez. grand final day <laughs> i mean if you get there mm. it is most likely going to be played in perth isn't it at this stage melbourne's in lockdown till september the second mm. there is like the slightest possible chance that by the end of september they can hold a grand final but everything's got to be organized before then because it's a very corporate day and it's not really about the fans at all it's about just making sure you can get as many people into the house mm. as possible because a lot of corporates and, and a lot of members have been uh, guaranteed tickets to this big day. Yeah, it is. And uh, it was all all last year when um, there was toing and froing about the Gabba, Adelaide Oval, yes. Perth. You know, it was just uh, this well, tug of war, uh, mm. really, of where the grand final was going to be played. Um, it, it was pretty much locked and loaded at the Gabba for months. Yeah. yeah. For months. So uh, I, I would... Definitely, I'd, it's got to be in Perth. It's, it's all, it's all happened. It's all, yeah. we'll tick it all off. And uh, if they do this, you know, Adelaide versus Perth thing, I think it's just for theatre. Have we put a line through Adelaide Oval? Is that is that gone now? Is that out of the pipeline? It feels like so. it. Yeah. Is it for because sure. of the crowd numbers? Do you think? It- I don't think so. Anything to do with the crowd numbers? I think one capacity is a big big part of it all um, but I don't think it's the major part I think the other part is ultimately our government hasn't been very helpful over yeah, the last yeah. 12 to 24 months with mm-hmm. the AFL in t- like they've been very tough in terms of giving away exemptions um, for teams to come in from Victoria especially mm-hmm. um, and then they have to do the whole fly and fly out which is fine a lot of clubs have had to do that across a lot of uh, states but mainly they've just been difficult to deal with and I think the AFL is going to be pretty quick to turn their nose up at that and look somewhere else in Perth they were given dream time and that was the dress rehearsal and it went perfectly yeah and i think the the latest uh, sa health uh, um ruling about the the olympians oh in the yeah 28 oh, days just, i think that what a nightmare uh, little cherry on top of the cake there mm. for uh, the granny no chance there's more chance of the crows being in the grand final than the than the grand final being at adelaide Oval. <laughs> where does this leave port adelaide for a home final then because it, it all depends on where this buy is going to land if, if it's mm. going to be before the grand final before the prelim final how do we how do we get a lock in a home final here? 
Well, we've got to win this week first. Yeah. Uh, if they have a poor win this week, they'll definitely get a home qualifying final, and that that'll be the week after. So that that's oh that that'll be locked in. Mm. But uh, um, the home prelim is interesting because uh, I think uh, the reports are like uh, the AFL want to do like a final four, like March Madness type, get all right. the four teams into Perth, uh, mm. play the prelims, and then you know week off and grand final, and then everyone's there and everyone can be out in the community and you know could tick off all the you know the parades and yeah. everything like that and made as make as much uh, coin as uh, humanly possible mm. so uh, I think that's where uh, the home prelim Port's home prelim if they deserve one yeah it'll be in Perth for sure I think, I think I think this whole thing hinges on Port Adelaide so your top four teams are going to be all from Melbourne bar Port Adelaide so regardless of where the qualifier is played Regardless of where Port Adelaide are home or away in the qualifying final, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, if Port win the qualifier, they've got they earned a home prelim. Mm. Now, this is what I think will happen. The 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 buy that was meant to be pre-finals is going to be smacked in between either the grand final and prelim mm. or the semi-final and the prelim, depending on whether Port win or lose. I think it's got everything to do with Port because if they if Port Adelaide win the qualifier and earn a home final. No. There is no way Koshi and Co at Port Adelaide will say, "Yeah, that's fine. Let us play a home final in Perth." I they th- would not want that, nor would they allow that for the fans. Now, I think I think that the home the the home prelim for Port um, oh, that's totally out out of the equation. I think I think the buy mm. has been brought in to get the teams over to Perth to quarantine to quarantine. Right. And then let them. Then they can go out into the community. So I reckon that. So after the semi-final weekend, that's when there'll be a pre-finals buy. Right. And then the teams can quarantine and probably train, you know, in groups or whatever. And yeah. then they'll have the build-up to the prelim, and then the build-up to the big dance. Well, well, the next question is then: How much time will teams have off between the two games? That mm. you know, and that's the. It sounds like it's going to be at least a couple of weeks. So this is another point which is crucial, and I'm glad you brought it up, Jace, because yes, if they do have a week off pre-preliminary final week, yes, you will then, if you win a qualifier, have essentially three weeks between the two game days. You'll have two weeks off and then one training week heading into the next game, which is your prelim. So that's a long time. That's a massive gap of no footy. It is. And I think that was one of the um, um, excuses really at Port Adelaide had last year when they lost that home prelim because they had the pre uh, pre-finals by, then they yep. beat Geelong and then another week another off. Week off. And there was yeah. only one game in 30 or 27 days yeah, or whatever it was. and, and uh, But n- now... So if you win the qualifying final this year, potentially with that week off before the prelim, you're probably best not to win the qualifying final. Do you want to hear from your chairman, David Kosh? He was pretty strong on this. Certainly, this idea of playing all finals interstate, stuff that. If, if, if we earn a home final in COVID-free South Australia and we can have the quarantine bubble that's worked so well up till now, well, we want a home final at Adelaide Oval. Which is where I'm coming from. I reckon Port, they're not going to lie down when it's when they get a home prelim or a home qualifier, regardless. So they'll get the home qualifier, that's fine. But they they would not be ticking off any sort of uh, home prelim. Because week one of the finals, the AFL may not have made a call yet when it comes to where they put the buy. Well, they don't, they don't even know where the Melbourne finals will be played. That's like, right, yeah. So th- th- there's potential that... Melbourne Geelong or Melbourne Bulldogs or whatever could be in Adelaide. The, the, That's the, right. The, yeah. They want a crowd. It could be in Queensland. It could mm. be, well, definitely won't be in Perth, but yeah. it could be somewhere with a crowd. So, Because Simon Goodwin still wants to be playing these games at the MCG. He doesn't care if there's a crowd or not. He wants his team to, if they earn a home final, to play at home. Mm. Also, another factor in all this, who gets the tickets? If it's a Port Adelaide mm. home prelim final in Perth, all of a sudden, what, they're saying that what family members and people can't go over. No, to, you can't. You can't go. No. Central zone. So no, it's so no one can go. So how no do they? How, how does that work? Oh, the, 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 they're banking on footy, footy fans in Perth mm. saying, "Oh, the, this is a prelim and a grand final. This is an experience." You have bloody mm. Fremantle supporters there, <laughs> just just neutrals <laughs> sitting in the in or the maybe stands. Maybe they're old Clive Waterhouse fans. <laughs> yes. Well, think about the grand final parade. As much as that's an event as well, like it's meant for the diehards to go and see yeah. their players parade around the street of Melbourne or wherever, they won't be in Perth. 
No, po- no fans of any team because the West Coast aren't making finals either. By the looks, either. Like, no, and they're not making the grand final. They're not making the grand final. So you know the, the whole parade thing would kind of be silly as well. That no one's going to be there that actually supports it the team. Feels like the most logical. Uh, choice is to do it before the grand final. Allow yes. the, the teams that mm. you know win the prelim mm. to go, then do their quarantine, and then play in the grand final. Yep. You know, two weeks later, I think that's the, the, like, what, the like the two weeks off before the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. And that, and that works fantastic because there's such a, a great build up for the mm. Super Bowl. And I think that's the better idea because if well, lo, lo and behold, someone gets concussed mm. in yes. the prelim final, correct? They can play in the grand final. Exactly right. I agree. The Brad with that Eber too. rule. Yes. Yeah, that's right. And it also gives a fair... Uh, it's a fair lead-in as well for the teams that have made it to that point and won that game to go into the grand final. Because mm-hmm. ultimately, if you do that by before the prelims again, there's teams without three weeks of, of game time and others that have played now, it'll be their third game in mm-hmm. four weeks. Mm-hmm. So, there'll, there'll be some teams with heaps of form and another without. Mm-hmm. So, if you're... Everyone plays that whole, hey, you've earned your week off. That's the normal standard finals. You're all getting there at the same time. Then you have your, your week off. There's only two teams impacted, and they're the ones that play off for the for the cup. So it, that makes the most sense, doesn't it? The Super Bowl, two-week build-up. Mm. Absolutely. Common sense will not happen. <laughs> will not happen. And, 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 you know, what happens if there's a COVID case during the, in that build-up? Oh, boy, well, don't well, even. Well, there's well that's a, oh, a, it's a possibility. Yeah, like, look, it is. Half the country right now is in lockdown. We can so read, it's a possibility. We can read in the advertiser this Wednesday morning mm-hmm. that uh, the AFL's prepared to postpone... I was going to say. ...the grand final into October to get fans. And do they bring right. that back? Is that potentially what... In, in Perth still, or do they try and move that to, back to the MCG? To whoever has, can have the biggest crowd. Okay. If it Timbuktu, <laughs> we might be going to Timbuktu. Yeah, or well, Alice Springs, mate. That'd yeah, well, Darwin has well, been there. Well, NT's, NT's not yeah. going too well at the moment, no. but... <laughs> Um, <laughs> might be Hobart you know they've been, they've, been, they've been trying to get an AFL team they might have the granny being played there well he's, he's the, let's hear from the WA Premier Mark mm. McGowan he he says it's going to be a pretty strict setup in WA but obviously we're working with the AFL on very strict guidelines I understand our police and our health officials are working uh, with uh, the AFL at this point in time about what the protocols will be it would be a very strict and tight regime very strict and tight It'd be regime. nice if Mark McGowan could get a little bit excited. It's probably the only time that the grand final is going to be <laughs> potentially hosted in Perth. Yeah, the pinnacle of, of Australian sport. <laughs> and it just sounds like it's just a, you know, a yeah. kick, and, kick and a catch well, at some oval. Nicholas Spurrier and um, Stephen Marshall here in Adelaide, I listened to their presses the last couple of days as well. They don't sound no. at all interested in it. It's like, oh, well, we're glad that um, the communications are happening between the AFL and us, but we're really not that invested in it. And if we don't get it, oh, big deal. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Mm. If COVID, I mean, it happened last year, but yeah. <laughs> it went to somewhere else, but it doesn't feel like it's going to happen again very very, very soon. I don't know. It could be anywhere next year. I don't know. That's right. Kangaroo Island. It actually raises, <laughs> and I wanted to bring this up, and I haven't spoken to you guys off air mm. about this. It raises a really good point in the future. Now do we move to mm. a system, if Perth hold the grand final and they do it very well, yes. like we saw Brisbane do it very well, do we now move to a system where we rotate the grand final? We move it around. I think now is is a really good um, a trial run for, for potentially for different yeah. states to host the grand final no, every year. Now more than ever. Now the, the, the when the, when Melbourne get it back, they will get it back oh. forever. Yeah, they will Reckon? own it forever. Forever. They're well, not letting go of this again. No. Nah. No, there's two years too many for no, them. No, 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 no. Mm, nah. I don't know. I no, love there, the idea, Chase. More years, there's two more years onto that contract now. Mm. So it's 50 well, years. Oh, has it? How many years pushed? the contract? So every time, 50 years. Yeah. 50 years, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, so that's a great idea because last year, as as much as we sort of went, oh, well, you know, the Gabba, it's a bit old and run down, yeah. they still did an outstanding Amazing. job. It still mm. came up looking brilliant. The ground was terrific, even with a little bit of MCG turf stitched into Ugh. it. I mean, <laughs> the, the whole thing was magnificent. It looked great. It played great. And the night was a spectacular spectacle. Perth will do it I've even got better. full faith in Perth. Adelaide Oval can do it just as well as any uh-huh. of them. We've seen an A-League a, a, yep. grand final being played at Adelaide Oval. Yep. It was sensational. Oh, mate, we've seen, we've seen the Big Bash. And, and all sorts of stuff just we light that place up the, we've got some of the greatest grounds in the country we just got to mm. give them a chance exactly and I think uh, well I've heard that 20,000 or 25,000 of the 60,000 are corporate yes tickets and corporate packages so there'll definitely be the um, week off 
between the prelim and the and the granny, mm. or oh, to get them all or, there, or to get all the corporates over there and mm. and ready to wheel out on the mm. terps. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It is a big day, absolutely for this. Well, it's about two it's two and a half grand a pop, isn't it? Is yeah, it, something like that. Is it just going to be a straight day grand final this year as well? Do you, do you well, in favour of having the nighttime fixture? Well, Perth. Time zone changes everything. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Because you got an hour, whole hour and a half difference. Mm. So maybe it's more of a, I don't know, Perth time. It's two o'clock, two thirty. For then everyone else, it's a twilight game. It can yes. be, it can be a day granny in Perth, and but it can a be twilight. a yes. twilight on TV. Mm, I like that. And and the other thing too, because if you want it at two thirty, like everywhere else in the country, your Melbourne time two thirty, you. You're going to be starting at about midday in Perth, just about, and that's too early for a game of footy. So mm. you're definitely going to have a twilight, if not maybe even a night slot for this year's grand oh. final, which would be, I think it'd be twilight more than anything. Sports editor's nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we talk about something else? Something fantastic. Um, it's a sad story, but it's a great story. It's celebrating a player who unfortunately will be finishing up after this weekend, Eddie the Great Bets. He uh, has mm. been an absolute star of this competition, hasn't he? We've all loved him for such a long time. 350 games on the weekend coming up and he wraps up an illustrious career. National treasure. Mm. An icon Mm. of the game. A a sensational football player. An even better person. Yes. Um, And and just a wonderful, wonderful... um, What what else can you say about Eddie Betts? Just a wonderful pioneer and, and, um, you know, inspiration for Indigenous players and for everyone, really. He's Mm. just been such a... Such a you know wonderful person, in, and you guys don't know this, but I got to meet his father and his and his um, grandmother in Port Lincoln when I worked there, and mm. when they were coming up to the finals when the Crows were playing in 2017, I went over to Eddie Betts's uh, Eddie Betts Senior, mm. obviously Eddie Betts um, uh, is Eddie Betts Old Junior, ben, yeah. yeah, yeah, yes, Eddie Betts Senior, um, and well, Eddie Betts is the third, so there's three in yeah, his, yeah, yeah. his family, yeah. so uh, the grandfather's Eddie Betts, yep. his father's then Anthony him. Betts, yep. and then yeah, Eddie Eddie Ooh. as well, so there's three of them. Commentators not, yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> exactly, but I came over and, and, and I interviewed them before the prelim final and um, and I got to meet his grandmother and she had an Eddie Betts t-shirt on and the whole family came oh. around and they were wonderful and, and it just shows that, you know, what a sensational family and what a sensational person he is to go on to what he's mm. been able to achieve in, in football. Yeah, no, he's an icon for mine and uh, I, I don't really say this much, but actually a cruise player that I actually like. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of those guys, like, you know how we are talking the other week about matter. Travis Boak Respected universally, like Eddie's one of those guys. Everybody mm. loves him. Everybody, no matter who you go for, transcends teams. He does. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. And uh, he'll walk into some sort of AFL role, surely. Oh, you think? Jeez, if that doesn't happen, fair dinkum. The the funny, the one the, thing the I took AFL, away, the AFL won't stuff it up twice. The, oh the, no, they've no. railroaded Adam Goods out. Yeah, they, they won't. He surely can't stuff it up twice. The one thing I've noticed just as we started talking about this, everyone just had a smile on their face just yep. the last 60 seconds. Yeah. I love that about, and the one thing that he, and it's just so funny, the one Except thing for the showdowns, I had it. <laughs> <laughs> but just talking about him as a person, like you said, Jace, he is just such a great person. The one thing he gets told by his wife, Anna, and, and, and those, he, all he ever wants to do is just to put a smile on people's yeah. faces and reinforce that every time he goes out there and plays footy. And here we are talking about a guy who just does put a smile on each and every one of our faces. Mm. And as you said, Dale, too, everyone loves him. Regardless, mm. which is why the conversation I thought we should have today, just a little bit, uh, is that Eddie Betts' pocket in the Adelaide Oval? Oh. The amount of amazing mm. memories his. that it's we have. no one else's. He owns that part of yeah. the ground. Like, why can't we? I mean, we had the Tony Law, uh, Tony Hall pocket, didn't we, at uh, Amy Stadium? <laughs> I mean, that was a bit of fun. Famous yeah. state of origin yeah. goal. So how, how can't can, kick a goal from that pocket. How can we not have the Eddie Betts pocket and just formalise it now in front of the scoreboard, have a little sign of some sort there in the corner and yeah. leave it there forever? The Eddie Betts pocket. Has to happen. Has to be some sort of thing, whether it mm. gets wheeled out for Crows home games or no, no, all to Adelaide Oval. Yeah, well, it is a part well, of the ground. I know, Adelaide, well, I know. Come but on. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd, well, the the best one is the uh, what we had do have on the board there, yes. a statue. Mm. Oh well, a well, st- that's another a one. Statue in the pocket. Do you go mm. to the length of having a statue at the Adelaide Oval? I've, got, I've got another little idea as well. Yeah. At Adelaide, what number did Betts wear? 18. It was 18, 18 wasn't yes. it? Yep. You know how we've got the 50-metre arc and we have oh. the, the the number 50s in the both sides? Oh, what do you Change say? one to 18 mm. instead of the 50. Oh, what, what, wow. 
What? Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, don't that, you know, that's just painted on. But that's all right. It's nah. always there. Yeah, the on, on, on top of the statue, on top of whatever else yeah. he gets, but as as his pocket, because oh. I think he'll get a statue at the front, and yeah, I, I think that's mean. where he, he mm. deserves to have one. And then in the pocket, instead of you have the 50 painted, you have his, his crow's <laughs> That's name. creative. I thought you were going to say uh, he should uh, ha- be able to dig up all that grass. A real oh. gabber. <laughs> <laughs> Take it home. <laughs> Just stitch it into his backyard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. Just an idea. No, I, yeah, I love I love the creativeness that people are coming. Like a statue's a great thought as well. As someone I heard um, Leith Forrest on our sports show today, he said, um, "Why don't we have a much like Yabba at the SCG, who's hollering from one of the early nineteen hundred games of cricket mm. at the SCG on the fence, and he's got his uh, you know his statued bronze in the in the front row of one of the stands there. Like, why don't we have Eddie Betts, a statue of him? Mm. It, it'd be a bit hard, but sort of inside the fence, hugging oh, the fan yeah. who's inside the fence, and just bringing the two to get like that was a great moment the little kid in the yellow jumper who yeah. got a hug from Eddie mm. um, I mean a bit hard with oh, OHNS kind of a footballer running into a statue halfway <laughs> through a game imagine, of imagine <laughs> I got knocked yeah. out by, uh, by <laughs> Eddie's <laughs> knee <laughs> in two weeks that's right <laughs> but like things like that I love the idea of just trying to you know embronze these people for the for rest of eternity well, because our ground has had so well, many great memories if, there if he potentially has a statue in Adelaide what's mm. going to happen in Carlton that'd be oh, well that's right they repave the road <laughs> Jeez. Um, what about if they did something with the Adelaide Oval rooftop climb right mm-hmm. now is you know one of the icons one of the yes. adventure tourism things you can do here in mm. the great state of South Australia why don't we you know add an extension then onto that and, 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 and put his statue maybe up oh, there in the pocket on the roof yes Wow, on the Isn't roof. Another interesting Jeez. thought. Jeez, I've never seen a statue on a roof of a grandstand. Mm. <laughs> Maybe it could be like Colonel Light, like pointing. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Fair. That is the best idea yet. <laughs> Dale doesn't love it. Oh, I think it's a bit shit too. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but what pocket is Eddie's pocket? Because he's kicked goals from... Every, no, just no, about no, every one of yeah, them. No, but the scoreboard. It, it, scoreboard it's, pocket, yeah, I reckon. It's a scoreboard end. Yeah. But he's kicked it from both pots. He's kicked the, mm. the Sydney snack, stack one. Well, maybe it's just the Eddie Bits end. But you know, like you got the uh, the Lloyd, end, uh, is it the the locket end and locket stuff? End, yeah, yeah, you got yeah, all yeah. that sort of stuff mm. at the uh, all those Melbourne grounds. I reckon you got to have this around one for what teams? Play. Yeah, yeah, they do. That's why the Essendon's got the Lloyd end and all. That. I reckon the Crows games, bang, Eddie Bits end. Bits end. Mm. I, I, I like it. it. Has to be something. something. Like that. You it has something. to be something like yeah. that. Mm. I like the pocket the most, though. They've got to just name the pocket. Just officially name the pocket. Mm. Anyway, we love Eddie, and well done to him. Three hundred sixty, uh, six hundred thirty-eight goals, three times All Australian. He won. He's won goal of the year four times. I know. Next, <laughs> next best person to do that is Lance Franklin have twice. You, have you got a favourite goal? Um, or a favourite moment? Uh, I'll say, just quickly around the table, I reckon the one against GWS, when he kept it in, he slid, he kept yeah. it in, and then got yeah. that was Indigenous the greatest. And I, yes, it was. Yeah. And most of them were, which was remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. And I was actually in the AA um, commentary box. It was the first time I ever got to sit in the commentary box with the call team. So I was kind of like overawed by this, the game <laughs> and, and just being in there. For, Fanboy in the I background. Loved, I loved it. I'd never been in an AFL comm box before. And I sat there and sat behind the call team as we watched Eddie, like we're right behind his boot as he kicked that goal and I just watched it bend through and saw the entire crowd erupt <laughs> and like the whole you can see the whole ground from the com box it was an amazing atmosphere and then the chant of Eddie mm. uh, I'll never forget that day that was uh, that's my takeaway moment what's yours Jace if you get if you I might steal yours, so... Yeah, I didn't mind the one where there was a big fight after yeah. it. <laughs> that's a, that was the Dido Gold Coast one. Yeah, yeah. Collingwood Carlton? Collingwood Oh, Carlton. Carlton. Yeah, yeah, oh, that one, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. and um, about 10 seconds before he kicks his amazing goal, <laughs> there's a, uh, a player gets knocked down, <laughs> and there's an all-in brawl as soon as Johnny. he kicks it. The early Eddie days, those oh. ones. Oh, it was left foot, left foot banana. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I like the, the... What about the left foot torp? Oh, that's oh, yes. great too. That's a ripper. That was a good one. But then the best one for mine is when you did this. The old mate had to tattoo Eddie on his bum. Oh, oh that's, that's right. right. Yeah, that was a great story. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot all about that. That, that was unbelievable. Yeah, the three hundred. Yeah, the little, um, yeah. the little Eddie Betts Eddie, um, yeah, yeah, uh, icon from his yeah from his book. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Wow. Yeah, I forgot all about that. That's a great. Yeah, that, that bloke's that bloke's. Uh, you know what? You know behind is worth a little bit more. Now. Obviously, that story. You know that they had that that going on. We found out because he was posting on Instagram mm. and then we were like oh, that's just that's around the corner and then we just <laughs> beeline for the tattoo shop and Eddie 
showing off Eddie, Eddie's there. No way. It's fantastic. That's hilarious. Um, well, best of luck to him on the weekend. It is his 350th game, and mm. he's, he's well-deserving of all the accolades. So um, he's going to have a very powerful voice continuing on against a, racism as well, it's a big I'm game. sure. It's a big game. Giants have to beat Carl yes. to get in the final. True. I, I think, jeez. How the heck is Teague still... Uh, <laughs> they've prolonged the inevitable all the way to the end of the I'm season. Glad, I can't I'm believe I'm kind of glad they have, though. You reckon? Because it would have taken away from the last two weeks of Carlton a little bit. You sure. Know, they had two, you know, they had two of their veterans retiring, yeah. two of their all-stars, Mark Murphy and Eddie Betts. Mm. You know, and Levi Casbolt. And, and what does it prove by getting rid of him? If he's mm. gone, then just see him out and then see you later. Yeah. Just do it nice and clean. If the I still, I still remain strong. If the Crows didn't lose to Carlton five, six weeks ago, he would have been gone then. The Crows mm. lost that game. Carlton got the win. Then they won, I think, two in a row. And all of a sudden, all the talk of Teague going was, that was just disappeared. Eddie in a race. really took Mark of the Eon. Yes, yes. Jeez, he got some airtime. Oh, did he not? Um, all right, let's quickly talk about uh, the team in Tasmania, which is being built. What team? Slowly but surely. <laughs> they team? are They are. They are hoping that they can get the team because the report came through, mm. uh, the Colin Carter report. Let's touch on this for five minutes. Um, and there were three options that they uh, basically grant them a 19th uh, license. Mm-hmm. They either relocate another team or they go on a joint venture and merge some teams. So uh, it feels like they're all options that we already <laughs> had in our mind we, we already two years knew. ago. <laughs> well, like, uh, it took them a decade to put this report together. No, uh, it took me a year. Well, uh, but we knew this. <laughs> I know. Tassie's been screaming out for a team for bloody eons. Yeah. Hurry up and hurry up and put this team. I mean, it's building ever so slowly, but surely we're we're on the doorstep. Can I, Hello? Um, can I pick uh, D, all of the above? Mm. Yeah. No. Can we just do something? Is there, you, you've got to do something. Is there talk of maybe not having the ground in Hobart? Was that the, some discussion that I heard? Oh, I don't know about that. But ultimately, they just need to come up with a team. Mm. How do they do that? Does a team... Both sounds that Gillian McLaughlin's guaranteed the Gold Coast a future. Mm. So it now comes down to teams like North Melbourne, Hawthorne, St Kilda. Yeah. Who's, who's the team to go down there? Did some of them merge? I don't, I cannot see any of those teams merging at all. Two Melbourne teams merging, uh, or well, or merging, merging or either either one of the two or like merging Tasmanian, together, yeah. or merging with to make a Tassie team. Yeah, yeah. Neither um, of those two. I cannot see that happening. Cannot. The the only thing, well, the only common sense move I think is a Melbourne team merging with the Gold Coast to make it happen. The, the Gold Coast are guaranteed. No, but but but, but they, they will be guaranteed. A, a team on the Gold Coast is guaranteed. Mm. So oh, so you think so maybe be, a, could Gold Coast Saints or whatever? Yeah, I think that's a possibility. Because mm. Gold Coast have the money and the Melbourne oh, the club don't. will have the history, the heritage, the players probably the skill mm. what does that do for i mean that that hurts i mean i couldn't as much as we well, ask a fitzroy fan well that's right and and does it does it does they're angry for a few years but do they get around mm. do they just move on brisbane lions turn out all right yeah that's right yeah. it seemed that they said sydney's turned out well from south melbourne yeah and brisbane and fitzroy had to merge for port adelaide to come in that's when port adelaide sat out a year what's the most likely outcome then out of the three does a nineteenth a nineteenth license get handed to Tasmania? No. Or does a team relocate to no. Tasmania? No. Or does a joint venture occur where Melbourne team a Melbourne team goes to Tassie and or two clubs merge? I think a Melbourne team will get told to merge with the Gold Coast. You reckon? Yes. Wow. Jace? I think I honestly think that the AFL will want an even competition mm. so they won't want to have a, a buy in there somewhere so the, the, the option for them and probably why they put this whole report together and dragged the heels for so long mm. is that they're trying to work out how they can have an even competition have a team in Tassie and I think the only way they can do that is for a team to merge or relocate down there and sort of integrate into the Tasmanian system I'm going to throw another uh, uh, curveball here I think the AFL also wants Darwin in the competition at some point, and if they're going to want an even competition, they can't go merging teams, well, bring in Tassie's the 18th 
and then bring in Darwin later because then you're going to have to do the merging process again with yeah. someone else and that's too yeah. hard. So I reckon they're kicking the can down the road. There's a lot of a lot of people um, I've talked to in Darwin and being lived lived there for a while. Uh, 2030 is the date that yep. they've been oh, yeah. told earmarked. Then why doesn't Tassie have an earmarked date? Because they have never had an earmarked date. Yeah, I know. but uh, And that's what pisses they, them off. Could, <laughs> the be pie, could be pie in the sky too. So yeah. who, who, who would know? It's mm. amazing that they keep... Um, pumping money into the Gold Coast as well because you know the hundreds of millions of dollars have gone into that side and they're still mm. they're still struggling. It's they've still suffered and we've talked about it on this show. Mm. How much how much more money can they pump into it into that team? I, and mm. I guess they want it to be viable in the future, but they've got a, like we've mentioned, they've got a team. You know they've got a, a state in Tasmania that mm. they're screaming out for it's a footy state and they want a team. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Weird. Porter in the finals, boys. Let's get your thoughts. Mm. You uh, put your port hats on for just a minute. The Crows are well and truly out. They lost to Melbourne, so we don't really need to talk about that. Bailey Fritch kicked seven goals on us in about three minutes. How do you guys feel <laughs> about a frenzy? Yeah, seven. Uh, sorry, you were down by twenty three points mm. just w- before anything happens from that point on. At that yeah. point, Dale's already smashed three doorknobs yeah. in his house. He's gone for a run. Jace, what what oh, were you feeling? I <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What were you feeling? Oh. I felt showdown 2.0. I thought I thought it was going to be um, a bad ending this time around, and 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 it looked that way. I feel that they're slow. They can't have slow, slow starts, starts against good teams because oh. they'll get murdered. They did if, against Melbourne. Uh, they, they, they face the Bulldogs, the Bulldogs this yep. week. They face the Bulldogs this week. If they have another poor start, mm. I think the Bulldogs are too good a side to let them um, to let them start so poorly. So. It comes down, you know, they can't do that. Another big thing is I think what will happen is that teams will start manning up Alir. He can't have free reign across no, yeah, that back line. Yeah. And the last two weeks, he's just been able to do whatever he pleases across there. Yep. Instead of him going to someone or just running off someone, what will do, teams, good teams will start sending a player to him just mm. to quell his influence across that half back line because you just can't have someone just doing whatever they want. Yeah. Um, and then you see, you know, Dar- uh, Charlie Dixon was a bit of a decoy on the weekend uh, a little bit. And then you've got, um, you know, Marshall's interesting too, but he mm. seems to be playing okay. You know, what do you do with your tall timber is the other question. Mm. So there's a, there's a few things to, to go under the bridge in the next week. And I think that the, that's why I said at the top of the show, I think this Bulldogs game is... is We'll see exactly where Port Adelaide is, yep. at, is at during this game. It's a, it's I feel a, like we hear this every week, though. But they're, it's a top four. They need to beat a top four t- yeah. team going into the, uh, into oh, the finals. don't they? So this is their biggest test, really, of the season. You know, at the right time of year, they've won eight of their last nine. Yep. They've only lost to Melbourne. Um, before that, you know, I think they lost to Geelong before that. So it's a really good chance for them to to really prove where they're at. Sorry, Dale, before you go on, you said something before the show started, Jace. Mm. You said if they win this, they become the favourites for the flag. And I feel like they do. I feel like they do. Even though they're, that um, Bulldogs are missing Bruce, and who's, who's a massive loss for them, um, I feel like they can get a roll on. And, and they, you know, if, if they well, if one, won five in a straight, if they've won five win, straight, one win that, that'll make it six. Yeah. The first top four side they've beaten all year. I feel like their confidence will be sky high heading into that first final. And I feel like they they could literally just roll teams from then on. Jeez. Momentum's everything <laughs> in this game. It Momentum's is, it everything. Is. Yep. And, I, and you well, saw I mean, in the Bulldogs, yeah. 2016, the Bulldogs, yeah. they got on a massive roll. Their confidence was sky high and they just rolled every team in front of them. Yep. And that's what I think can happen with Port Adelaide. Jeez. Mr. Confidence. <laughs> um, well, you're the opposite. You're Mr. No Confidence <laughs> all the time. So where do you sit? Uh, th- this game is really intriguing because there's potential... Paul could play the Bulldogs the week after. Yes, absolutely. So if you take a leaf out of the old basketball book, do, do you playoffs? Sh- did, did, didn't know. Do you show all your cards? <laughs> do you show all your cards this week? Mm. Do you rest Lysett? Lysett's banged up. Do you rest him? Well, he's give him a spell on there's the back. No, on the back of that, this no, is the game you need to earn your home final from. But so you, you kind of do, in a way. In a in, in a because way. Because then you get the advantage in the game that matters, and you can still. But 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 does it matter? Mm. Well, why do you want to play? It's a double. It's at, a, why do you want to play at Etihad Stadium? Because it's Marvel a, Stadium. Listen, li, listen. Oh, we're, oh, we're, oh. we're talking about pre-finals buys. Oh. 
pre-prelim finals boss. All right. Yeah, yeah. If I was Port Adelaide, I'd send the Magpies over to play Western Bulldogs. On, on <laughs> wow, we. Listen, because what listen, is going listen on here? Me out. Listen, listen. Jace just said if they win the game, they become the flag yeah, favourites yeah. and momentum. He's and you're saying, saying send the, the Maggies. <laughs> what? Listen, listen. Yeah, okay, I've got you. All right, all right. Listen, listen to me, please. Because there, there'd be some sore bodies. Yeah. All right? Boke, Wines, Lysett. Just that there's three. Dixon. Dixon, right? Qualifying final. We just said, what, five minutes ago, uh, probably best not to win the qualifying final. Right? Yeah. So rest them up. Play the qualifying final. Obviously, go all out qualifying final. But if it's away to Melbourne, Geelong, whatever, lose. Get the home final. Win that one. Week off, quarantine. Everyone goes to Perth. Diddly squat, doesn't matter. Yeah. Win-win. Bob's your uncle. Well... It's like it's like just picking and choosing when you're going to win, though. I don't know if you can really be that mm. that risky with your play. You're losing the next two games if, and if, hope you win one and get to a prelim where it's even Stevens. No, and but Perth. you're going to get a home final regardless. Porter getting a home final regardless at, at a neutral ground is what you're saying. No, Porter going to get a home final. Oh, as in, in the semi or yeah, 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 in the yeah. qualifying or the semi. Yeah. That's just my yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, you want a free pass to the prelim. Everyone knows that. I think yeah. To, to risk just it go, saying you it want... It go, goes back to, to 2002 for me because Port went all out to beat Brisbane in that last game because they had mm. to to get top. Yeah. To get... Because back in that those days, if you finished second, you know, the home prelim was in Melbourne. So yeah, you had yeah. to get that top spot and they went all out and beat them by a kick and then come out, what, and six so days you're later? Scarred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against Collingwood, flat as attack, rolled over. So you're, done you're scarred. That's where this is coming from. No, it's just being smart. Mm. I, think, I think it's just being <laughs> smart. He makes Ken, a good point. He makes Ken, a good point. switch your brain on. Listen in. Dale Fletcher's got your alternative way to get through the final. Especially if, if this Perth grand final, we all know it's locked in. Mm, it's pretty locked much, in. yeah. It's yeah, locked it in. Is. Sure. Yeah, it's 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And if the prelims are locked in too, which I'm pretty sure they are too. Oh, just about. And, you know, we've got Koshy saying, oh, we want the home prelim. Well, bugger the home well, prelim. Well, if you want, if you want money... And you want How the did real it work fans out last the year home prelim? Oh, no, yeah, well, hey, you, <laughs> will you take another one? I, th- I would absolutely would. So if you, yeah, uh, we, we'll see how it plays out. This is a big game, as you said, Jace. It's going to be really important to win um, because it means they definitely get the home qualifier. That's right. And the you home that, fans, home home fans at the Adelaide Oval in a home in a final series is like it's more important than ever. And I, I think that can be underestimated. It sounds like you underestimate the, the home fan impact when you have a full house. Well, no. Where, where did it get us last year? Doesn't matter. Hey, got you through a qualifier. Oh, it did. But and then you got you within a goal of the actual premiers who were in the middle of a dynasty but then, by but a goal in a prelim, which you should have and probably could have won. But potentially... Uh, so they do if, have a pretty big impact. If it's Geelong Port and Geelong have the home ground mm. and they're playing in front of no one... In Melbourne mm. or up in Queensland, potentially. Mm. Where's the home ground advantage? There isn't none. Yeah, I don't know. But well, yeah, hey, at the end of the day, you can still have. Would you rather 50,000 fans on your side or none? Well, yeah, of course. But I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking bigger picture. All right. All right, we'll let this let this play out over the next week. We'll come back when the finals have been decided next week. Just, That'll be fun. Just uh, before we move yeah, on from do. this, if we... I shouldn't say Oh, this. I like this. Here if we go. If we win the flag, how do we <laughs> se- how do we celebrate back here? Because just think about the last time there was a... If we win the flag. If we win the flag. Yeah, 20... If we 20, win the flag, you won't see me for six months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's out. He's done. I'll put it on record. If Port LA win the flag, mm. I will get the logo tattooed on. Yes! That's what we're about. Now we finally peaked on this show. We will go down to the tattoo How shop good. and we'll get that done. Right, we'll do we'll an episode. Right with yeah, the we Eddie Betts's mate. But, but, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not, not, not getting on the uh, dairy air, though. I'll give what tip. logo are you getting? The current one? Yes. The new one? Or the 150-year? Or the old one? The big power bolt? What no, are you getting? The PA. You're getting the magpie. The, the PA. No, the PA. Oh, the PA. The real trendy sort of uh, apparel wear logo. PA? What would you go? You go the... Um, or the crows of running. Well, that is the, 
That Crows is the have new got, one. Uh, I've got, I'll get the old one. Oh, you got the Latin one. You can do that one. The what? The Latin one. The Latin one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the new. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could, or I could just go the Chrome logo. Oh dear. All right, let's. That's, um, that's not going yeah, to be for a while anyway. Oh, I let's go into these. Hey, actually, before we move, we should talk about this. This is something we haven't mentioned for a few weeks and for a few reasons, but we are still fundraising for our City of the Bay campaign, which is coming up very yeah. soon. However, mm. it's not as soon as it was going to be. It's now been postponed till November 7th. So for mm. everyone involved, you will be creating a group very soon yes. online. So we'll be giving a we, lot oh, of updates. There was actually talk that it was going to get cancelled. So yeah. the last couple of weeks, I've been sweating on a little bit because <laughs> there was word that they were having meetings with SA mm. Health with the people that were organising the run yeah. that it was going to get canned and then obviously when the show got canned they went into a, a there was a crisis la- mode a crisis, <laughs> there literally was yeah. a crisis meeting to talk about it the next day and they said well let's just try and push it back to November yeah. so, that's, so we're that's lucky what, yeah that's what they landed on we've still got an event at this stage we're still raising much needed funds for the Childhood Cancer Association which we uh, we are loving your, uh, your generous donations all the way through but we will have all the information very shortly up online and, and directly to you if you're involved and we'd love for you to be part of it as well if you'd like to reach out to us um, we'd love to um, to get you on the day November 7th on a Sunday it should be a lovely day in November well, 2 it's his birthday is Actually, it really? November 7th yeah my birthday is the week before that <laughs> there so go. there you go um, alright let's get into this takes Wado's not here this week <laughs> so Dale's taking over <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've got a couple. I've got, I've got one. Well, I've got the first one I've had in my back pocket for about two weeks now. All mm. right. And it's, it's Olympic flavoured. But uh, it's, it's something something that grinds my gears. Oh, oh yes. I like this. You do not win a silver medal. You lose <laughs> the gold medal. You are Graham Corns. This is his take. Um, depends, what, depends what happens. I think I think you, you can You lost win. mate. No 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 no. If you are in a gold medal match like the basketball or the hockey and you have a chance to play off for gold, yes, you lose gold, I reckon. In the high jump, you're high jumping for gold. No, no, so, no, no, no. If you're, swim- if you're swimming, so I'll ask you and, unless you share it. If you're swimming and you're like meters and meters behind the leader, and it's you and you playing off for third and second with someone else, and you win silver. Oh, I mean, you're never going to win gold. You've, you've now no, won I mean, silver. You bug it up. You're, you're not fast enough to win gold. You, you didn't. Well, you don't why? win. You don't win. Well, did Kyle Chalmers win well, silver? Why? Or did he bugger up. Why did we gold? set up an interview with Andrew Gaze last week then? Because uh, the Boomers didn't win a, a bronze. They lost the gold. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why were we yeah. celebrate? Why do we have yes, him on our show for 30 minutes last Very week? Good. Bronze because med- it shouldn't have been bronze. on if yeah. that's the case. Yeah. Bronze medal games in team sports is totally different. Oh, oh no, you can't, you can't have one and Because it's a one-off game where if you lose, you get stuff all. And it's a, that's totally different. I'm th- thinking... That's exactly what I meant by the gold medal match. If... You're right. If You're a, right. If Australia lost a gold medal match, yes, you lose gold. I just 100% said hundred percent lost gold. Yes, you did hundred percent. But right. in other events where everyone's competing at once, mm-hmm. someone wins gold, someone wins silver, and someone wins bronze. You can't lose gold. Yes, you can. No, you can't. You, you never had. A ch- you never had a chance to get it. Bar yes, the st- you did. Everyone had a chance to get it. The st- if you, yeah, anyone, no, I don't, anyone, I don't agree anyone with that. Anyone who jumps in the pool has a chance to win. If you come second, you lost the gold. Mm, I don't know. I don't know about that. If you ask Cole Chalmers, did he lose the gold medal? Well, or did he? Uh, win he says he rates medal? that silver medal higher than the gold in Rio. That's bizarre, isn't it? So it still means something to him. That's well, stupid. I, I heard him say today that he wants to go one better in Paris. So of course he would. Yeah, of course he would. Well, yeah, and that's going to drive you. But you lose, you lose the gold medal. Mm. You have to. Mm. Come on. Oh, well, what's your other shit take? <laughs> Well, we both take. think it's a shit take. <laughs> okay. See, Hutto doesn't get angry about no, it. No, he doesn't. He just <laughs> cops it on the chin. <laughs> this is one for Hutto. Ooh. Uh, when you have pastries, when you eat pastries... <laughs> I love it goes back to food in this segment every time. <laughs> just because, you know. Yeah, I love it. Barbecue sauce on pastries is better than tomato sauce. What? No way. <laughs> shit take. Oh, what that's, is this? That's yuck. Oh, that's no. the worst take I've ever had. What is going on? Barbecue sauce and what your sausage rolls and your pies and, yeah. your, and your parsies. You're all about that, are you? Yeah. Yeah, really? Wow. I'm barbecue Why? sauce over tomato like I, sauce. I feel Why? like I don't even know you. <laughs> <laughs> We're Why? now judging you for <laughs> your t- tasting food. But if you ever whipped out the barbecue sauce in, in my household to put on your pie, I think you'd be, I think you'd be out of the street pretty quick. <laughs> so an Australian. <laughs> 
You ever tried it? No. <laughs> no, I haven't, actually. <laughs> that's the other saying. Don't knock it too try. Yeah. That's right. What is it about barbecue sauce that's so good? It's just, just a little bit different, you know? A little bit sweeter. No, a bit, a tomato bit, sauce bit at least a bit neutral. I think it's time for this. <laughs> oh, root of the week time. Oh, it's a massive root of the week as well. As I, uh, as I mentioned off the top of the show when we are doing our intros, there's a player at the moment who plays in the amateur league. He's not much of an amateur league player, though, because he was drafted to Fremantle one yes. stage. Did play for Norwood as well. Yeah. I'm talking about Alex Forster. Ooh. He plays for Pembroke Old Scholars. Mm. And right now, if you looked up his uh, goal-kicking tally on uh, on the website, he's currently on 99 oh. goals with two games to go. Wow. But the interesting thing about this story is that Alex isn't here in this state at the moment. Oh. After he kicked a, uh, a couple of goals on the weekend, he decided to... Only a couple. Yeah, he only kicked a couple on the weekend. Well, he should have kicked three, shouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he decided to uh, head off to the NT. Oh. <gasps> Because he had some work over there in Darwin. Is he the man oh, in no. Catherine? Well, who knows? But at the moment, <laughs> that state is in lockdown. Oh, no. And, and, and our borders are currently shut to NT, or, or, or pretty much there's been, uh, you have to quarantine to come back. Yeah. So that means he's out of action for two weeks. Oh, no. So right now, our man Alex is stuck on 99 goals. <laughs> oh. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Now, obviously, his team is probably going to make finals. Yep. So he has got an opportunity to come back in finals to kick it. But in That's the regular good. season... 99. Oh, you'd be so flat. That's that's different. That, you know, that's reminiscent of a actually, story. Actually, Pembroke will be flat because he's yeah. probably the key to them winning. Yeah, 100%. That's true. That's, true. Um, that, that's reminiscent of a story, Jay. So I've got to pull out here. We heard earlier on, um, early, what was it, Monday night. We actually, because there was a story um, in Tasmania over, over the right. week, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen it online, but there was a guy called Trent Standen. His nickname's Speedy. He kicked 30 goals for Tassie, oh. his Tassie local team. 30 snags. He kicked 12 behinds as well, so he could have kicked 40 if he was any good. And um, <laughs> his team won 302 to 16. Oh, that's, that's just terrible. But, but on the back of that story, we did like a bit of a mini route of the week on our Five the Blaze sports show at the end, and we took some calls on people. Oh, so stealing our yeah, segment. Well, I mean, I do run the show, so I might as well just import some of our best work. Um, a caller came in right at the end of the show. Tomorrow would be Rowie shit take <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd go down really well, actually. Um, here's a story from one of the callers, Dave. It's very similar to that one, Jason. Dave. One on the weekend in Wyala and the reserves, North Wyala were playing Rapina. Rapina started the game with 15 players. The score at half time was 106 to one point. The North Wyala forward had kicked five goals. He was stranded on 99, oh. and Rapina forfeited the rest of the game. Oh, so now, no. so now we don't know. Don't know whether the four goals, five goals stand or whether he's got to go out this week on 94 again. That's an alpha move by uh, Rupina. <laughs> yeah, Call it off, Bucky. Call it off. <laughs> We're in the showers, boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how does other teams, how do they not just go about and doing that themselves in the other games? Like how, like that Tassie game, just yeah. bugger it. Half time, 187 <laughs> to 7, <laughs> stuff these. Let's, story, go, let's, go, the bar, let's yeah. go Let's go have a drink. <laughs> Early bruise. <laughs> Gee whiz. It was not the only big score. Oh. There, there's one closer to home. Ooh. The, the Division 5, Adelaide Footy League. Oh, one, one division oh, down yes. from Alex Forster. Imagine if Alex Forster played Division 5. Gee whiz. He'd be, he'd be on 199, <laughs> I think, by, uh, by now. Uh, Eastern Park played uh, West Croydon mm. on the weekend. Traditional rivals, as I always say, clearly. Uh, the Dwight Reserve, uh, Kempi, you know where Dwight, oh, yeah, yeah, Dwight yeah. Reserve? Yeah, I know where that is. Named after Dwight Howard. I was about to say the same. <laughs> but uh, it was uh, Eastern uh, Eastern Park, West Croydon. Uh, quarter by quarters, I've got quarter by quarters. Oh, let's go. Uh, 9-5... 59 Eastern Park, uh, West Croydon, uh, two points. Oh, that's not a good start. Uh, Half time, uh, West Croydon, one, two, eight. <laughs> Eastern Park, 26, nine, 165. <laughs> oh, they've put it on in the second wow. term. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Three quarter time, West Croydon, one, four, ten. Oh. Eastern Park, 37, 12. <laughs> 234. <laughs> what was the final score? Well, West Croydon got a rev up at three-quarter time because uh, finished up West Croydon 4-5, 29. Ooh. 
Eastern Park, 44 14, 278. Yowch. It's a bad that's day. That's Eastern Park's home ground, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I've played on that ground, and really? I can tell you. Has it got a 44 it's, goal it's bruise? It's the now? smallest ground I've ever played on. Really? It's, it's tiny. And they play that ground when I ever played when I was playing for Teacher They play Gully. their ground well. They play it well, yeah. They just they can they just seem to flood that ground. Yeah. And um, you just got no room. You got no room to breathe at all. Um so I can I, I can imagine a big score has been kicked on it because it was just it would have just been kept going yeah. down that end straight up <laughs> and they wouldn't have been able to get it out. Oh well no. uh, for Eastern Parker Christopher Knapp uh, kicked ten. Good. Anthony Burgoyne kicked ten. Uh, hey Burgoyne hey uh, hey kicked ten. Nice so two blokes. That's good. Two who got, who got best on? Because they would have both been uh, fighting for best on. Neither. <gasps> no! 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 Can't be! Bags, not good enough. Oh, you're kidding. Best on ground went to uh, Nathan McIver. Number one. He's probably the captain. Oh, um, God. The coach's son or something. <laughs> <laughs> he kicked three. Three. He must, he must have got seventy-five posies. Can we get an ironing board out there on the sideline? Absolutely get- farcical. It's farcical. 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 It's a farce. It ends farcically. The rules are a farce. 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 What a farce! Absolute farce that was. That sounds farcical. That was farcical. It's farcical. It was a total farce. It was a bit of a farce. It's a disgrace. Okay, the first one, uh, I'll uh, show my age here. Um, who remembers uh, the movie or watched the movie Field of Dreams? Yes. You have? Yes, have have seen it. You've, you've watched it? I Jeez, watched, it was made I watched, when I was yeah, about six. VHS tape, probably like 15 years ago. Wow. I, I don't remember much of it, but I've seen it. Oh, I'm stunned. But the, music, <laughs> but the music was reminiscent when I heard it again mm. last week. So, uh, the uh, Major League Baseball have uh, built a diamond... In a cornfield, Field of Dreams, obviously, uh, about Kevin Costner builds a, you know, the dreams come true and all mm-hmm. the Babe Ruths and that come come out from the cornfields and play <laughs> baseball. So the MLB have made or built a diamond. A replica. Yeah, same. It looked very- Exactly yeah, the same. In a cornfield. Mm. In Iowa. In Iowa. And the uh, Chicago White Sox and the New York Yankees, Yankees played yep. in like Heritage Round. Who would have thought of it? Maybe, yeah. maybe prison like, bars, Jason. Maybe. Oh, who would have thought? Um, but uh, <laughs> MLB Field of Dreams parcel. The fast. fact that they brought this back to life, it was the most awesome thing. The, the stadium and the most special thing was about it, and it's a massive pass. I reckon it's front and centre of pass the year. The greatest thing that America has done because they just do it so well. It's not just the the building of the site next to the film set where it was, you know, filmed thirty years ago. Mm. They've they've put it there. They've built the scoreboard the same. Like it's a giant movie set, but it's actually a real sporting arena. They sold eight thousand tickets to locals only. So mm. if you're in Iowa, and like only three and a half thousand people live there in this little country town, and they sold all the tickets to locals, so it tripled the population just like that for one day. And everyone had to go through the cornfield to get there, and it was just this amazing. And the filming they did oh, for TV the cra- production, even the, even the crowd, what went through the cornfield? Yeah, I think people had to go through like a little corn thing to actually get to the ground because it was it was all part of the parking and whatnot. And then the actual um, the game itself was like the filming for the broadcast was magnificent. It was like it was a movie, and Kevin Costner walking out of the corn was a pass. Mm. But the best bit was the finish. The oh, game ended yeah, yeah. perfectly a with a walk-off home, home run. Oh, it was it was just the perfect game. I haven't seen Field of Dreams, and I didn't know anything about it. I hadn't seen my Twitter. I hadn't checked anything about it. Watch this. And the first thing that I was made aware of it was... Tom Wren come running over to me. We're at the captain's run at Adelaide Oval for Port Adelaide. And he's like, you have to watch this. You have to watch this. And I was thinking, what is he going on about? And there's a a cornfield and baseball. And I was like, what is this? And he goes, Field of Dreams. He's seen it. I said, no. He goes, oh. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then he was just disinterested with me after oh, that. Didn't want to borrow me. Shipped you off. And then I had to look at it myself. And and sure enough, Kevin Costa's walking through the uh, the cornfield and the play. I, I liked I liked the bit where the players came out because I thought yeah, that, that was cool. amazing how they just came yeah. out of the cornfield to play baseball. Um, I didn't get the reference because I hadn't seen the movie. Oh, um, But the game itself, like you mentioned, Sam, if you are going to have a game in Iowa for this one off occasion, what better way to have it than a walk? 
off home at a finish. Yep. And the fireworks display after they won Perfect, was wasn't it? sensational. Yep. So I, I thought it was really well done, even despite having never seen the movie, um, and, and it gets a pass. I think they're doing it again, from what I've heard. Next no. year, they've already locked it in another couple of teams. Which I'd is exciting. Pl- I'd play the World Series there. Oh. <laughs> well, how many balls that get lost into the cornfield? Well, that's that, the, that's cool the thing. funny thing. I'm going to yeah. bring this up. Because when the, the TV production sort of went a little bit awry, I don't know if you saw it. No. But they saw I didn't the, watch the, whole thing. the players walking out of the cornfield and that got that effect. Yep. Mm. But then they panned back. And then they saw you could see a bus in the background. <laughs> 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 the players getting off the bus and walking into the like, yeah, Come yeah, yeah. on, man. Let's see. Yeah, you Tighten it. that up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's like there's the rabbit, I'm putting it in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's all that. But then once um the homers were getting hit, there, there was ball kids in the you could see mm. the ball kids in the cornfield. Yeah, you good. See, so you could imagine oh. getting that as a job as a kid. That'd be amazing. Jeez. It's amazing. They gotta they gotta make use of that again. It's just sensational. Big well pass. done to Why can't Australia do oh. something? We don't have any historic films or anything like that. But like, I can just picture the only Australian thing you could the really club. do the cl- similar. The club. No, oh, yeah, no, no, the no. no. Yeah, I, Molly, no, yeah. I reckon the best thing you could do with Australia is play a game in front of Uluru. Like, just Australiana encapsulated in just this one big picture. For America, it's this big cornfield with their great game of baseball from a movie which is just historic and classic for them. For us, it would just be playing with the red dust around with this big footy oval lit yeah. up in the middle of the night and a, and a glowing sunset behind Uluru and you've got this Twilight picture game. of our game uh. in front of our rock. Like, it would just be... That would be the Australian version of their Field of Dreams game. Well, you'd have to play on the dirt. That's traditional. That's oh, right. well, there you go. Yeah. Well, whatever you want to do. Rake the rocks off. That'd be tough. <laughs> well, what's the movie? Is it In terms of uh, out of 10, what do you rate the movie? Oh, it's a great dreams. film. It's, right. I haven't seen it in years. I can't remember. I only watched it as a kid, but it is, it is a classic. Solid, solid four All-time stars. All-time classic. <laughs> solid. Four out of five. Give it a four yeah. and a half. Come on. <laughs> Bit of love. There you go. <laughs> Jeez, what are we doing? Margaret and David, are we? We're doing film reviews now. I'll stick uh, in America. Uh, how about this? Uh, the NFL for the upcoming season, and, uh, and the best thing about the NFL coming up this season is Aaron Rodgers has stayed with the Packers. <laughs> Unbelievable, too. <laughs> Whew. Otherwise, we were going to be shot. Jordan Love. That's what it was going to be. <laughs> Should have been me. Um, but uh, the NFL are banning taunting. What? This yeah. year. No trash talk, no... Spinning balls on fingers, no smack talk. NFL banning taunting, pass or farce. Are you serious? Yeah, it's going to happen. They call him the taunting rule. What? This is shit. What are we? Are we kidding ourselves? The best part about sport is when we see players go up in each other's grills, have a crack at each other. That's fun. <laughs> uh, well, come on, that's, fu- that's entertainment. That's part of the that's part of the the, the fun for us viewers and the mm. fans. Mm. We'll roll each other up. I mean, we don't want to get to the point where it's malice in the palace, but we want to we want to see a little bit of taunting. That's, that's good. It's good for the game. It's fast. It's the personality of sport, fast. basically. You know, you want to see um, players, you know, giving a little bit, you know, of yeah. their personality on the field between you know their rivals and mm. you know a bit of heated exchanges. That's what we that's, want. That's, that's what people choose. Does the NFL for? stand for Nanny State Football League now? What yeah. the hell? So yeah, you can't even like if you uh, not a, a football a fir- league. Yeah, if you get a first down, for instance, and you go back and spin the ball next yeah, to your opponent, awesome. penalty. So oh, what? Yes. So it's been trialed at the moment during the NFL preseason games. How boring. So, yeah. So it's completely taking all the taunting actions oh. out of the game. So it's it's a farce on mine. I love the NFL. That that annoys me. I love their mini celebrations. They got some great personalities. Those players. Surely there's some touchdown celebrations. No, yeah, no, that's not, that. no, because you're not, ta- you're not, uh, unless they're going up to someone and so you how, know, doing something while they're doing a how, dance. That's such a grey area, like a taunt and a celebration. If it's in someone's face, it's a clear taunt. That's but a if taunt. it's, but like, what if, I don't know, like there could be a, a celebration that looks like a taunt or a taunt like that looks you, like you a can, celebration. That's all, that's real grey area stuff. You could celebrate like a chicken. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You can yeah, exactly or something. Everything oh, no, comes down to interpretation. Yeah, I don't. Oh, that's stupid. Nah, dumb. Fast. Jeez, penalties deluxe. Mm. Is there a sports bet thing for a number of penalties <laughs> in the NFL? Even the millions, I'd say. We allowed to do anything in the world anymore? No, everything's just rules and behaviour checking and nah, that's crap. <laughs> that angered me actually. <laughs> Not a football league. <laughs> <laughs> 
Rodeo. Uh, ne- oh, Tuggers, this will cheer you up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, this should be number one, really. <laughs> hey? This is so good. It should be number one. Should it be number one? Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, okay. You what? You, you won't like the next one. Okay. Um, because I'll, I'll skip. I'll, I'll skip over to France. And uh, there's. Oh uh, well, no! Actually, we'll go back to Spain. Oh, hang on. I'm in Europe somewhere. Oh, Spain. <laughs> I'll pick Spain. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Messi's gone from Barcelona to Paris Saint-Germain, and they've got the most ridiculous squad in the history of the planet. It is. If they don't win the Champions yeah. League, they're, they're seriously, yeah. the, the coach is gone. He's got to go. Gone. You don't need a coach for this team. You just need nah. these guys to turn up. <laughs> they just do their thing. But uh, everyone remembers the Messi press conference. It was a Messi press conference yeah. where he cried and yep. teared it up. And with it. So... Someone has, he's got the tissues. He asked for the tissues. Yep, he asked yep. me and wiped them down. So someone has got the tissues. I don't know who he's found. He's Who's given it. the tissues? Well, pick them out of the bin or something. <laughs> what? Someone has kept the tissues. A. Then B. <laughs> has put them on eBay. Oh, no, they haven't. And C. Someone else. Has bought said tissues. Oh, far out. For one million dollars. <laughs> Are you joking? So, is this someone who clearly has ran out of toilet paper during lockdown has paid one million dollars for Messi's tissue. Oh, you're jo- pass or fuck. You guys, are, you've made the last two up. I'm certain you can't <laughs> taunting in the NFL gone, and this someone's paid a million bucks for a tissue. Yep. Oh, that is a huge. Oh, farce. tissues. I think he had about tissues. Six of them. Oh, you'd want to hope there's a couple then for for a million bucks. That's a massive farce. <laughs> what happens if I cry into a tissue? Does no, someone? Nothing, what does that sell for? <laughs> oh, what the hell? That's a joke. Well, another man's one man's trash is another man's treasure, they say. So, <laughs> how do you? What do you do with a million dollars? You should, do you frame it? Do you, do you uh, hang it up somewhere? How, how do you enshrine? Yeah. Blow your bloody nose. <laughs> That's an expensive tissue. Is it in a plastic box? Yeah, yeah. That's weird. Fast. Yes. <laughs> Fair dinkum. Probably f- there were fake tears too. Probably Crocodile f- tears. Salty tears. <laughs> salty tears. <laughs> yeah. I really wanted to stay. Uh, turn it up, mate. Just counting his money. Fair dink. Unbelievable. Right. Yes. Okay. This, <laughs> this is like, the best one. You'll like this one, Tuggers. Yes. <laughs> this may or may not have been Tuggers. Good this, I reckon it's straight to the top. Straight to the top. It's, it's, it's around the mark anyway. All right. So, uh, Lords. Recently, or well, last night, England, uh, England choked. England choked. Yes, yeah, rolled for 120. So on day one or day two or whatever, whenever it was, when uh, the Indians uh, came out to field mm. and uh, they came out with uh, 12 players because <laughs> there was a bloke. <laughs> Blokes walked out full full Indian kit. Uh, his name's uh, Javo. Javo. <laughs> yes. Javo 69. He's walked out with them and. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to say Javo 69 pass all. Yes. <laughs> Big pass, Javo. Love this. So I did some research. This guy is actually like a UK prankster. Right. So he's actually gone to the full effort. And I love the effort because the, the shirt he's bought, full sponsored kit for India. So it's not like a replica. It's a full, like, proper playing kit. And on the back... The name and number are the official, like, letter... Uh, the, the, fonts. Le- the fonts. exactly right. So, And the numbers had, like, the little logos in the bottom of them. So, they're official number stamps. So, it's like, this guy's gone to the full-blown effort of actually getting everything exact so he looks like a full-blown player. Unfortunately, though, he was the only white guy playing for <laughs> India when he walked out. So, he kind of got caught a little easy. And he was the only bloke with a big gut. So... <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> standing next to Virat Kohli on the way out doesn't quite fit in. But good work by Java. That was a great effort pass. I love how he's uh, trying to convince the umpire that he should be out there and he's pointing <laughs> to, to his logo <laughs> with the umpire yes. and everyone just looks stunned. Yes. It's uh, uh, one of the fantastic uh, pitch uh, invaders ever. Yes. And it has to go down. A peaceful invader. Uh, exactly. Uh, and uh, I love that the players' reactions as well because yeah. they're all laughing. It, Jasper it just, Brummer is just pissing himself. 100%. It's one of the best pitch invaders ever. Yes. So, for that, Jarvo 69, absolute pass. He probably goes in. Pass straight in. in. Straight in. Yes. <laughs> Jarvo, big pass. It's so ironic. It would have fitted in so much 
better if he did it as an England player. <laughs> he would have. He did say would have. I think that's the, that's the, the best part, part of the joke, it. yeah. I've got one farce out of this whole Oh, what? And it's the Virat Kohli. Should have thrown him the ball. <laughs> yeah. Should have went your own. Should have played along. Went no, he's bowling. I love how every Indian player looked at him in first one. What's all this? Who are you? And then just sort of turned back around. Like, is he meant to be? Who's it? like? None of them really cared. They were they were confused, but they didn't quite know what was happening. So they just let it go. It was so good. Oh, it was brilliant, outstanding. Well, well Java, a big pass, uh, yes. Java, and it reminded me of something back uh, in my day. <laughs> you guys probably were about no two or three, probably. but um. Uh, Manchester United, I think, uh, won the treble in 1999. Mm. Um, but I think this is about two th- early 2000s, 2000, 2001, where, you know, before a big Champions League game, you, the, the soccer teams pose for the photo. Oh, yes. You know, they pose for the photo. Well, <laughs> Java reminded me of this man, Carl Power, <laughs> who has jumped in. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the photo, Jace, but uh, he's, ju- he's jumped in in the full kit. <laughs> in the full what kit. Photo. Yeah, That's outstanding. And, and, he, and he has run in and stood next to, I think it was Dwight York. Dwight York, Roy yeah. Keane, and then Carl, he's just there, folded his arms. In the team photo. And, t- and the photos got taken, and then you see Roy Keane looking at him and went, <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> and then it walked off. He's That's in the amazing. team photo. How good. That's sensational. That's what it's all about. Just being a peaceful invader. Good banter. And one step further. So uh, so uh, maybe home prelim, Jace, just out there in the port, just, just walk out. Just the full <laughs> kit. Full kit. Number on the back. What's the fine these days for COVID? <laughs> <laughs> Large, the, the socks pulled up, footy boots on. If you guys on. pay my fine, I'll definitely do it. <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. I reckon right. Hutto should do it. Oh, Hutto would fit in, wouldn't he? Mm. Yeah, he would go well. Big beard. He looked like Charlie Dixon at full forward. <laughs> big, big Hutto. We've finally got into full forward. It's Hutto. It's Hutto. All right, boys, that comes uh, to the end of the show. We've had a big one once again. Hutto probably back next week. He's uh, inundated with the Inner Sanctum team once again this week. The Paralympics start very soon Ooh. as well, and he's uh, doing a lot of work with them on that as well. They did a great job with the Olympics uh, coverage, so you'll get plenty of that as well with the Paralympics in Tokyo over the next few weeks as well boys finals week next week it all starts and I'm looking forward to it yeah can't wait it'll be interesting to see if the Maggies play the Western Bulldogs on Friday <laughs> I can guarantee you they won't we'll see you next week see ya